Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. L. Arson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. It's time for a news brief. What we got first up on the agenda today, Larson? Well, you want to talk about Becky dropping that NXT Women's title to Lyra Valkyria last night at Halloween Havoc shocking. Night One? That was kind of surprising. Shocking. I, I was, say I was shocking, shocked. But I was shocked. Oh. I was. I was at Winco, and I opened up the old Instagram, see what madness it's feeding me these days, what Gore Gallery esque content it's feeding me, and lo and behold. Lyra Valkyria, uh, kind of a like a counter to manhandle slam into look like a roll up of some sort or like yeah. a takeover kind of thing, and then got the three. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, it was a bit surprising. You know, Becky's had that title for about what forty some days, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, had a lot of defenses on Raw, a couple on in NXT. Had a great match against uh, Tiffany Stratton at No Mercy. Um, and I guess if you look at the especially the video package. The really well done video package they had, uh, highlighting Lyra and Becky's uh, history together, made sense to a degree. That uh, if anybody was going to beat Becky, at least in the near future, other than Jade Cargill, it yeah. would be Lyra. Um, surprising, yes. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily qualify it as shocking, but it was a, a bit of a surprising turn of events. Yes. The uh, uh, for if nothing else, the WWE Instagram account had a caption on the video that said "shocking." <laughs> <laughs> oh, therefore. But no, you know what? You're you're right in retrospect. But yes, literally, absolutely dude, retrospect, yeah. Dude, you and I, actually, at Friendo Club Wrestling right now, there is a video where we grade all the current championship reigns for all the, the current champions. We did Becky Lynch and Dom Mysterio, yeah. and we had to cut it out because both of us were like, you know, it's not... It was. I think we gave her like a B or B minus. People something, something like, like that. B, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because none of the contenders seemed like they could legitimately beat 
Becky Lynch. Now, I don't think Lyra, I don't know what her finisher is, but I don't think it's a counter to the manhandle slam. No. So it's, this, it's not like she beat her might for might, you no. know, move for move. No. But I was, I mean, yeah, shocked, maybe not, but really surprised um, at this. But then seeing all the great video packages, like you've already said, all the great video packages, it seems like, hey, if you're going to make a person, this is how you make a person in her history with Becky Lynch. You know, you got to give somebody these these big names who have been through everything main event of WrestleMania. You got to give a young person a break at some point. Yeah. And and it did seem like this that that Lyra Valkyria would be the person to benefit from that from that break. I'm glad that they went through with it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that was cool, too. Let me ask you this question, because Jade was on NXT last night. Yeah. I, I we had had we had discussed Jade being the one to beat Becky for that belt. Yeah, right, 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 right. The right. NXT Women's title. Even though Jade was on NXT last night, do you think the title change happening last night does that increase the odds that Jade starts out in NXT or decreases the odds? Yeah, goes way down because yeah. I think that if 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 Becky had remained NXT champion. I think that that would have been the perfect way to give Becky that, uh, I'm sorry, for Becky to give that big, big rub to Jade Cargill. Jade wins the NXT championship. She holds it as kind of like a mid-card main roster title. She makes it into a big deal, and everybody in NXT is chasing after her. Mm -hmm. um, evidently, that's not the path they're going, and Jade honestly gets nothing by beating Lyra for the NXT title. It's just, it's like, oh, she beat Becky, I like you know either Jade needs to start off like wiping the floor with people who are as young as Lyra or I mean you know she she she's now the champion of their of their developmental brand um I don't think Jade gets much of that Jade needs to be rubbing shoulders with main roster at this point you know mm -hmm. people are going to be hall of famers that's how you continue to make her into a big deal do you agree or disagree with that No I agree uh, that, that those are my thoughts as well that that with Lyra beating Becky, I thought that kind of decreased significantly the odds that Jade was 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 going to be in NXT. But mm -hmm. who knows? I mean, right now they're doing a good job of featuring featuring her on all brands, mm -hmm. and and making us wonder as viewers where is she going to go, mm -hmm. where is she yeah. going to make her official debut, yeah. um, and just having her on NXT. There, they there's even though Becky dropped the belt. I expect the NXT to still kind of do whatever they can to continue to get good numbers. They were close to 800,000 again last night. You know, that's really good for NXT. Mm -hmm, yeah, so, like, what, sure. a year ago, they were, like, maybe in the 600,000s, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now that Becky's dropped the belt, can they keep enough momentum from her run as women's champ to keep those numbers up remains to be seen. Yeah, if you know, I, I fully expect them to cycle back in. I know Dom is already a North American champion they're going to cycle in somebody from main roster, mm -hmm. like a bigger name. I think if they keep a, because here's the thing, they have plenty of people at their disposal on main roster that they can cycle into NXT. And, and, and in fact, back when it was black and gold, you and I used to advocate for that. Yeah. Um, if they want to keep those ratings up, yes, it would be nice if they can rely on the talent that's there. However, they have the depth on main roster to bring people down to NXT that that are that are bigger names, mm -hmm. uh, and and have them anchor NXT to keep that extra two hundred thousand people watching. Um, I mean, imagine that year after year growth in the ratings. That, that's 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 a pretty big deal. That would be a massive deal, indeed. Yeah.
Yeah. Um, also, congratulations, Chase. You, they won the tag titles off Tony D and uh, Stacks. 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 Not two dimes. Not not two dimes. Stacks, Stacks. Lorenzo. No, two dimes. Yeah. He's Cole Carter. He's an AW. He's also in kayfabe dead. Yes. Yes. Two dimes is not Cole Carter. Yes. Right. Let's talk about this. I I still I'm I'm, you know me, Steve. I'm not a smart man. Um, we're both, I've, we're, we're, you know, we're both a couple of smooth brains. Yeah. yeah I don't want to include you in, in my statement, but I appreciate yeah, it. you know, I, I'll let you speak for yourself in that regard. Anyways, this is a bunch of business talk here. I'm not sure I can make heads or tails of it, although we have something here from Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics mm-hmm. to kind of clarify some of this business jargon and lingo here in these statements. Yeah. Anyways, so it was MP, today. IP, all that. Yeah. Yeah. A TKO parent company Endeavor. Of course, TKO Holdings is the merge company or the company of the merge uh, Rawgate mutant business entity that is WB and UFC. Right, so yeah. an, uh, Endeavor announced today that they are evaluating, quote, strategic alternatives for the company. Of course, when WB said they were evaluating strategic alternatives, that meant they were selling the company. Yeah, uh, man. So Endeavor, this is part of their statement. Quote, as part of this review of strategic alternatives, the company will not consider the sale or disposition of the company's interest in TKO Holdings Group, Group Holdings, sorry, Incorporated, of which Endeavor, this is me saying this, has 51%, mm-hmm. continues. Given the continued dislocation between Endeavor's public market value and the intrinsic value of Endeavor's underlying assets, we believe an evaluation of strategic alternatives is a prudent approach to ensure we are maximizing value for our shareholders. So let's, uh, let's break that down really quickly because we have to take this bit by bit. Yeah. The continued dislocation between Endeavor's public market value. So that's what the public thinks they're worth, yeah. which is the stock price. Yeah. That's what the public market value is. And the versus value. Yeah. And the intrinsic value of Endeavor's underlying assets, what Endeavor thinks they're worth. Yes. The dislocation between the, the two. Disconnect we between think the we're two. worth a lot more yes, than, than you know. Price. It's like you, you, you're newly out on the dating. How about you're newly out on the dating scene? Uh, you know, you told your wife to kick the curb and you got on that Tinder. And, and man, I've got a lot to offer, but nobody is swiping whichever way you swipe for the correct way. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody's swiping on me. So what do you do? You you, you talk about a strategic alternative. And that, in that instance, you go to the barber. You get a fresh haircut. Right, yeah. Maybe, you're like, hey, you're clean shaven. You grow a beard. You grow, you grow a beard. You trim it up. You shave right. it off. Whatever. Right. Yeah, strategic They're like, alternative. Hey, sorry, pal. Your hairline is running away from your forehead. That's why I'm never going to leave Lacey, man. Because oh my god, it's it's probably a nightmare in the dating scene. I've been we haven't been single dudes in like almost twenty years. Well, for me, it has been more than twenty years. Oh my goodness gracious! So anyways, Endeavor statement continues. Endeavor has not set a deadline or a definitive timetable for the completion of the strategic alternative review process, and there could be no assurance that this process will result in any particular outcome. The company does not intend to comment further regarding the review of strategic alternatives until it determines. Disclosure is necessary, advisable. So again, okay, I can't wrap my second. brain around half of this. I can't. Let me break this down. I got right. the corporate speak down. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Endeavor has not set a deadline or definitive timetable for the completion of strategic. I know what a timetable is. It's open-ended process. I get that. So they're saying we're going to look to see if we can repair this dislocation. We're going to see if we can convince the public possibly, you know, we want to be a suitor for the public and we want to convince them that we're good, that we're, that we got value, that we have stuff that we can offer too. Right. But, but, there's no timetable here. We're not on a deadline. We're going to do it on our own time. And also, there's no assurance that this is going to actually do anything. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're not going to say anything else about it. And we're not going to say another word about this. So Brandon Thurston at WrestleNomics. Brandon Thurston does great work evaluating ratings, oh, yeah. the business side of the professional wrestling world. He said this on Twitter. Endeavor, strategic alternatives, and plain English. Endeavor has long believed Wall Street undervalues their stock. What Steve said uh, earlier. Yeah, man. They thought that was mainly because most of their equity was in UFC, so they separated UFC from Endeavor and merged it with WB. But Endeavor's stock price still hasn't improved since the merger. It's only gotten worse. More on that in a little bit. Endeavor has only been public since 2021. Silver Lake, more on Silver Lake coming up as well. A private equity firm that owns much of Endeavor is going to try to take the company private. We have uh, a mm. bit from that statement later on. Presumably, they think it will have more value that way. TKO remains a public company regardless regardless of this. Endeavor owns 51% of TKO regardless. Competing talent agency, CAA, which has never been a public company, was recently sold in a private equity transaction, which might be an influence. It's talking about Endeavor stock price. It's been it's down about $5.50, I think from 22 to 17 and change. Since the UFC WB merger, TKO TKO Holdings was was uh, officially finalized September twelfth, and the TKO stock, which opened over a hundred dollars on September twelfth, is down twenty four percent. Yeah, like seventy eight dollars now. Yeah, WWE stock was doing great. Mm -hmm. They were like consistently over a hundred dollars for a long for a very long period of time. Even after Vince came back, people thought, "Oh, this might hurt." It was no. up because there was a talk of they were selling the company. Right, exactly. He came back and was like, sell in the company, pal. And now them combined with UFC is get, ain't getting $80 today. I know. And to think that they want, Vince was like, oh, we want to do the strategic alternative stuff to get maximum share uh, shareholder value. Mm -hmm. They took money out of their pockets, what he did. <laughs> he tanked the stock is what yes. he did. This is, this is really interesting. So we're going to talk about the Silver Lake stuff here in a second, but why do you think it is? I mean, just from just from an outsider perspective, you don't follow UFC, but but you know you're aware of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I know the names, know, I know the process. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Same with me. We're we're aware of like with the you know Dana White. We we know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We understand what the brand is like. Yes, yes. 
WWE, obviously, we follow very closely, probably too closely, but it's our job. Yes. Why is it that putting them both together in this raw gate esque style wouldn't wow this the 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 Wall Street? It's like the sum of the parts doesn't really add up, well, right? It's part like of think it, these two powerhouses in entertainment and sports coming together, but it's like, what do they really offer each other? You know? Yeah, and, and part of it is that would be stock price was probably inflated because talk of a sale. So people were, were buying in thinking, okay, we're going to get a windfall. They're going to sell for, you know, $4 billion and we're going to get a, a good sum of money if we, you know, uh, buy in a decent amount for their stock. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know how common I would think probably fairly that when a company announces it's, it's pursuing potential sale and it seems like they're going to get a good amount of money for it. I wouldn't surprise you people buy in. I think they're going to get some money out of it. I wouldn't. So I, I don't pay attention because UFC already has like their distribution services yeah. set. It's yeah. got the, you know, the, the, the ESPN, ESPN app. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You pay a shit ton. You pay a bunch for ESPN and you pay a shit ton more. For you the pay a bunch to get an opportunity to pay, pay even more for their pay-per-views. Yes. Right. Um, WWE's TV deals come up every five years. Their streaming deal with Peacock comes up every five years. Um, and I, I do wonder if this downturn in their stock would have been maybe even completely reversed if the SmackDown deal came in with, you know, a, a, a 60% or whatever increase as opposed, as opposed 40, to yeah. the 40% yeah. that it got the numbers that, that Nick Khan had been sort of throwing out there. Oh, he was tossed I out wonder, multipliers. Yeah. Yeah. He's tossed out multipliers. I wonder if, Raw had already reached a massive deal and SmackDown was locked into a massive deal, much more than they're getting now, on par with what Nick Khan had said. If WWE holding up their part of the deal, if that stock wouldn't have risen up. Oh, absolutely. That's a lot. Like those digital rights fees, those are a big deal. They are. And Ari Emanuel, when talking about the 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 decline in TKO stock, that was one of the things mentioned. You're right. Was yeah. Yeah. That the the SmackDown deal didn't reach expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and the Saudi investing in the professional fight league yeah, competition yeah. for UFC. Yeah, yeah. So you know that that obviously played into it. Um, that Vince thing he said was bullshit. That I, I honestly think, I I honestly think that was just throw Vince under the bus. Oh, I don't know be. if many people really. I don't know. I'm look, man. I'm not a Wall Street guy, obviously, but that just seems so out of left field to be honest. It did, you. and 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 you know the only thing I can think of is well, there's a possibility that Vince McMahon that has, you know a ton of TKO stock and suddenly flood the market if he's mm -hmm. selling with TKO stock, which in theory drive the price down. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that, that's, that's what people were saying, but I don't know, man. I kind of feel like real-world, you know, situations it was, probably, it's probably have more to do. Not enough money or not the, the, the TV right fees didn't meet expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the PFL stuff. <laughs> yeah, news got out that Vince could sell all his yeah. stock within uh, well, you know the next five years, as opposed to like apparently no one else can do that. Yeah. Um. So there's probably the three reasons, and maybe even in order, but there's not to say there's not a potentially massive gap between reason two and reason three. You know. So Larson, uh, please uh, explain everything uh, to do with Silver Lake. <laughs> what is this? They're a private equity firm. Okay. Specializing right. in technology. That's the no, extent so of my evil, knowledge. I did a single evil. Google search on Silver Lake <laughs> to see what they were about. And that's all. all right. They do own 71%. They said as much in their press release I'm going to talk about here that PW Insider had. So they got 71% of the voting power in Endeavor, the Silver Lake company. 
They had a press release. This is what it says. Wait, hold so, on. Wait a second. What? 71% plus Endeavor's 51%. What kind of Steiner map? Is Silver Lake has 122% uh, uh, <laughs> voting power in TKO Holdings. I think you just figured it out, Steve. Uh, so this is what Silver Lake had to say. Silver Lake is committed to strategies that deliver value for all shareholders of Endeavor. To that end, Silver Lake is currently working hard, sorry, working toward making a proposal to take Endeavor private. Silver Lake firmly believes in Endeavor's business and is not interested in selling its shares in Endeavor to a third party nor in entertaining bids for assets that are part of Endeavor. So yeah, buy all, they want to buy all the stock and take it off the stock market. And they want to, yeah, they want to make it private and, uh, you know, then it's a, then it's a YP, not an MP. Yeah, and they're not beholden to public uh, uh, viewpoints about their value. I guess like is that like, so apparently that's just the thing that's happening lately is that things are like oh man no we're gonna take we're gonna go private now you know you do the IPO so you can get a bunch of money mm-hmm, yeah right you get yeah. an influx of capital into your business and maybe at a certain mm-hmm. point you're like all right the, now now there's the the dislocation about what we think we're worth <laughs> yeah. versus what the public thinks we're worth well guess what let's take the company private and we don't have to worry about any of that. <laughs> All right, exactly. We'll say what it's worth. God and then damn. 10 years down the line, guess what they're going to do? IPO. IPO again. To, yeah, right, exactly. Or they'll sell it to Disney. The, the Disney WBD friggin' Sony conglomerate. I know. Years. I know. The one media company that'll exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, anyways. Uh, so make of that what you will. I, I, I do kind of suspect. You got to, man, I don't know. So, like, I read one thing that said uh wwe can't be sold off by TK five years yeah yeah five yeah, years, years. Yeah. except vince vince could sell his stock he was yeah he yeah, was yeah right, subject right. to that that right. window or that yeah, you better not sell now man that shit's down 24 percent. you need to you need to ride that way vince oh my god uh, he'll be a billionaire regardless if he sells all stock you know and you, you kind of have to wonder is this next story is going to talk about contract extensions for soon to be free agents in the wwe whether all the business stuff over here with Endeavor and TKO Holdings mm-hmm. might have something to say about all this. So along with Drew McIntyre, well-publicized or well-reported that he's a free agent to be in 2024, there are other talents, numerous talents. We Steve had found a list of them today when we were shooting some stuff for Friendo Club. Did, I what, did. Almost two dozen talents whose contracts yeah. are set to expire by the end of 2024. Yeah. And according to FIFA Select, most of those talents have yet to be approached about a contract extension by the company. Talent the Fightful spoke to were expecting contracts talks to start up once the UFC WWE merger was finalized, but few have happened yet. Fightful does note that there, quote, have been a few negotiations here and there, but usually with talent who approach WWE for raises. So seemingly the the vibe I'm getting from this story is that maybe, potentially, uh, in years past, WWE, you know, especially a, a free agent or soon-to-be free agent they really want to retain the rights to, would reach out and start talks. That mm-hmm. seemingly isn't happening now. That like it's yeah. the talent that has to instigate conversations. The W is not doing that. If I'm reading mm-hmm. this thing correctly, uh, yeah, yeah. Few have happened yet. Few negotiations. Usually, the talent who pro. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let's see here. So I've got I've got the list in front of me. I got this from uh, what is this? ITNWWE.com. Take that for what you will. But it does actually seem to. Sort of, you know, jive with you know what uh, Fightful has had out there. Before. Does it say that Drew McIntyre's contract expires April of twenty twenty four? Yeah, no, it does, and it also has like uh, L A Knight says it's uh, L A Knight's 
was the, end, the of, end of 2024. 2024. Right. Uh, New Day's end of 2024. I mean, Pat, well, Pat McAfee's sort of a different sort of situation there. Uh, Alexa Bliss, March of 2024. Um, AJ's is coming up soon in January. Oh, my God. He's making $3 million per year if this is correct. Wow. Good for him. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, a bunch of these... There's not, I'll put it this way, out of all these, there's one that's January of 2024. Mm -hmm. If this is to be believed, AJ Styles is the only one that's January of 2024. Otherwise, the Usos, they ain't going nowhere. Mid-2024, Drew is in April. Plenty of time for that. Um, Shinsuke, August. Seamus, April. Uh, Wade Barrett, doesn't really matter. August. Uh, Sami Zayn and Ricochet mid-2024. So it's it doesn't look like there's all that many that are, like, pressing matters for January. Yeah. So maybe it's just a matter of, you know, I, I know that WWE in the past typically has gotten well ahead of, well, of I mean, the contracts you know, coming in up. In 2018, 2019 especially, they were really aggressive about signing people. A much different want, time because it was of a AEW. much different time. They weren't yeah. going to AEW at the time, you yeah, know. Right, exactly. But these days, it's like, hey, business is hot. They've got the leverage. You know, it. I feel like there's going to be more people wanting to go to WWE than people being disgruntled about their role in WWE, with the exception of maybe just like money issues. But again, given that all things are sort of fluid when it comes to uh, 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 money situations because of the Endeavor deal. You know, it wouldn't shock me to see people wait and just sort of see this play out, you know, because there's again, not there's like one person that's January and then the rest of them are mid 2024. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing yeah. Melzer said when talking about Drew McIntyre's contract. It's like they have time. And it's like, you know, like 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 you said, you know, what we're the talent going to do? Hey, can we discuss our contract? Why? What are you going to go to AEW? <laughs> go to those other guys. You're going to go. Well, you're going to you're going to go side with TNA. Yeah, yeah, right. How about end up on the CW with NWA at two, at in, the two in the morning? Yeah. Anyways, that's so rude. We shouldn't be saying that. Uh, let's talk about this. Oh man, Lars. Speaking about, to... uh, never mind. I had to segue. I lost it. You ready to book some plane tickets to Europe? Maybe because... fly out at two in the morning. <laughs> WWE announced today they're going to hold their first premium. Oh, what's German for premium, Lars? I don't remember. Premium live event in Germany with Bash in Berlin happening August 31st, 2024. According to Fightful Select, that may not be the only premium live event happening across the Atlantic. Larson, what's pre what's French for premium? I don't know. All right. Well, according to Fightful, internal schedules within the WWE of Paris listed as the city for backlash 2024. Though Fightful hasn't been able to confirm that the show has been finalized. Ready to have some crepes, man. Let's oh, do yeah. this. Let's good. go. I've yeah, never been man. to Paris. I've been when I was 10 years old. I actually remember it quite well. Like I, I we went, we walked up there or we climbed the Eiffel Tower. Not from the outside, not oh. like the Spider-Man situation. They have like stairs through the middle of it. Oh. Uh, we did that. I saw the Moner Lisa, saw that guy. I, I heard uh, it was it's very small. Uh, it is, yeah. It's it's like eleven by fourteen, something like yeah, that. Maybe yeah. even smaller than that. Yeah, yeah, it's really small. Nine by twelve, maybe. Uh, yeah, pretty small. But uh, you know, I I understood the significance when I saw it. I was like, oh, cool. It's Mona Lisa. 
right. When are we having lunch? Exactly. You were thinking of crepes the whole time. I want some crepes. Crepes, gosh darn it. Yeah, man. So that's cool, man. All around the world, all these reports about different tourism boards and local uh, principalities or municipalities or whatever. Yes, yes. Doling out money hand over fist for these things. Exactly. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, if if it's been established and, and there's data that supports it, that making these investments, these municipalities, making these investments in these shows brings, you know, brings in far more than they're spending in terms of tourism, spending in, in, the, in the local area. It's, a, it's a probably a smart investment for them, you know, in, in terms of generating uh, income for the area hosting the show. So I guess that makes sense. They wouldn't do it, I wouldn't think, unless there was some dad to back it up. Yeah, man. I guess. Let's go to let's go to Berlin. Let's catch a, a taping of Sprockets while we're there. That sounds good. This is the time where we dance now, huh? That's gonna do it for news brief today. Dishy Sprockets. We'll see you guys around. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.